Good evening. Happy Monday, football night, family. Welcome back, podcast EGS family. I'm Brandon. I'm Joe Jennings. I'm not Brandon. I'm Whoa. Brandon Wood here and Michael Tilly. I'm you, both, you, might, you might as well be the same person because you both went over. Oh two my god! Go ahead, get your spill off. Go ahead, bro. You set you. He set you up for that because I wasn't even going to talk this quickly about Go it. Ahead. We're going to give you your two minutes. What you want to say, bro? I just want to say that not only did Joe let me beat him twice. But B would let me beat him twice. Yeah, lucky. And I completed the EGS sweep. And you know what that means, right? It means that you better hope you make the playoffs because right now you're fighting for a spot. I'm not. Um, the thing is, that's fine. You don't want to see me, though. You don't want to see me. You don't want to see fine. me. I get it. You don't want to see me. <laughs> okay. I just want y'all to remember, you know, I'll let him get his bragging rights. I won't bring up anything else. You know, be a man, accept your losses. He, he's the better don't man. Worry. I'll bring it home for the pod. I must say, better not That's going to be the best part when playoffs. I come back in a couple of weeks or a couple, like a month or two, and I'm like telling y'all I won the championship. It's yeah, going to be funny. Stubby Derrick Henry is going to get you there. His And this is what I've been waiting on. Week. Oh, I can't wait for all of y'all to regret everything y'all said this next month. Oh, it's coming. I promise you. I'm calling it. Okay. All right, cool. And when Derrick Henry started looking like 2019 Derrick Henry again, I want to hear nobody saying, damn, Joe Yolanda look crazy. I know. It's cool, though. It's cool. <laughs> Just from, look at that schedule. I I don't know how many dudes got a better schedule than Derrick Henry. The rest the of the Tex- the Texans aren't what they used to be to run against. Just letting you know. Hey, I can't imagine Derrick Henry. You know, it's not look completely the same. You know, it's not like looking great. But truth is, would you really rather have a lot of backs other than Derrick Henry with that schedule remaining? You know how it goes. Be realistic. Consider I've got Christian McCaffrey, Bijan. <laughs> I know you didn't say Bijan. Okay. Look at his playoff schedule. Look at look at his head coach. Listen, um, on to news injury reports, man. So this week, guys, you will not begin two episodes. We will be doing one big episode um, due to Thanksgiving. You know, we want everybody to be able to enjoy the holidays. You know, y'all and I have to listen. Us, you know, being able to be with our family, friends, whatever we might be doing um, as well. So, yeah, um, it's going to be a little longer than usual, but stick with us and we appreciate it. Hopping into injury and news reports. Uh, recap, basically, from week 11, kind of. Mark Andrews, I don't know what to say. Um, I guess his fibula is fractured would be the way to put it, but from the second diagnosis, maybe it's not. They said he could possibly be returning this season or there's a chance we're looking for that. So, I mean, I'm not about to harp on it. I mean, the truth is he's not replaceable. I'm not going to, like, if you haven't finished, he's not replaceable. So, you really try to find the next best streaming option. And for my sake, I hope you get healthy, brother. Unless y'all got something to say on Mark Andrews, I'll keep it moving. Does this, does this downgrade Lamar, though? No, did you see what he did? Yeah, I did. Probably had his best passing game of the year, or second best, without Mark Andrews. Yeah, just asking. I mean, of course, in some factors, that probably should bother you. But maybe it just means he has to be Superman a little more. Yeah. So, one way to look at it. Um, Yeah, Joe Burrow is out for the rest of the season um, with the injury in his wrist. I don't know. If, I don't think it's broken. I just think it's... Like a ligament. Oh, I thought it was a ligament thing or something. The ligament has a wrist. Um, but Joe Burrow's out for the rest of the season. I'm sorry. Yes, he should not be viewed completely the same. But for all of y'all going overboard, just chill out. Jamar Chase is still really good at football. Like y'all don't have to like just calm down, bro. He's still really good. He's always open. Bro. So it's like, I don't know, man. I'm I like as a chase owner, people ask me my work. No, I'm not worried, to be honest. Like I have more confidence. Of course I have less confidence, but I'm not worried. 
any by any means with Chase. Um, so yeah, Jake I, I think it'll, I think it'll just mainly affect his touchdown upside, but he should still have the volume. Like he should be like a little bit better version of like I feel like what Garrett Wilson was this year is just like he'll probably get thirteen targets, but it's just like he probably won't get those touchdowns. Yeah, so I mean, especially if T Higgins is still out as well. Um, Mr. Aaron Jones, I suffered a knee injury yesterday, and because are they playing Thursday, right, or Friday? Thursday, yeah, Thursday, Thursday game. So let's be honest, he's probably not playing. Um, and Detroit is not an easy matchup against running back, even if you just want to put in AJ Dillon. So I don't know if anybody's going to start AJ Dillon. Um, <laughs> I mean, we have listeners who may be in deep leagues; they really don't have yeah. a choice. But like, I mean. But the truth is, it's not an easy matchup. Um, Detroit's actually been very good against running. They're not what they were, like Tilly said, kind of similar to Houston. They are not what they were a year previous year ago. They are way better against running back. Um, yeah. If you have Aaron Jones, I guess I don't know, just wait to see what they say, but he's probably just not cry. Yeah, I can say that. <laughs> um, but yeah, Kenneth Walker, he has a serious oblique injury. Um, are they also in the – no, I think they're playing Sunday. Um, if I'm Thursday, mm, Thursday, yeah. they are Thursday too. Ooh. Get some Niners. Yeah. So, uh, the who Niner? Oh yeah, GGs. Um, I mean, you could start shopping it if you want, but I wouldn't either way, to be honest with you. And the only reason you would have started Kenneth Walker was the name value. I'm not trying to start a lot of running backs against that 49ers defense, to be honest. Um, especially you like Charbonnet or AJ Dillon more. <laughs> <laughs> Because we don't have it on the list. Char- but I probably would say Charbonnet too. Yeah, Geno Smith is also dealing with some type of injury as well. I so. think that even though I think the why well, the 49ers have a better defense than the Lions, the Seahawks have a better offense than the backers. Yeah. So it's like it's kind of win-lose, not really like a perfect situation, but I would probably go with Charbonnet. That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> it's ugly. And Cooper Cup is day to day with an ankle injury. This is just sad. I don't really know what to say. I mean, it Jeez. just feels like, yeah. Um, it raises my confidence in Puka again. I mean, if he's not playing, because Puka, as soon as Cooper Cup came out, Puka went nuts. He got a touchdown. So, I mean, I don't think they're playing a card. I forgot who they're playing, but they they, ha- they have a really good matchup. I can tell you that. Um, like this week coming up, he played Cardinals. Yeah. It is a card, yeah. Okay. He has a really good matchup coming up this week, Puka. So, uh, that elevates Puka a lot for me. Could possibly be my start of the week. But, just joking, he won't be. But, uh, yeah, last thing is um Devon. I never know how to pronounce it. A-Chain, A-Chain. I, I don't want to disrespect your name, young man. But, um, he re-aggravated his knee injury. And that doesn't mean he re-injured it. It just means he re-aggravated it some. Yeah. But they do play Friday. He has a short rest too. Dude, these I heard he wanted to come back in, but I mean, we all know like what type of team Miami is. I mean, like it's it's his same leg. Sorry, yeah. listeners. I was on a call. I was giving these dudes faces every time they talked about something. Uh he was on a call. Or no, I was on a call. Jesus. It's his same leg that he injured before. I mean, how confident are you if he comes back? Like I'm not like, not, with a, not with a knee. Here's my thing: if they give it I'm two weeks, two weeks, it's your last regular season game. You're staring at 
down the barrel of HN to put him in, are you like he could give you he get hurt. He could give you that one one point like he did and B Wood almost started him against me and he took him out like last minute because I sent a text saying that Antonio Gibson was out, so he fired up B Rob. I, I'm not messing around with that, especially after this past week. If I was somebody who went out there and started A-Chain this, this past week, he's talking about he wants to play on Friday. Because you ain't nothing you can do about a swollen knee except put some ice on it. That thing get exactly. re-aggravated. You take one one bad step. Um, would you start A-Chain or uh, A.J. Dillon or, or Charbonnet? Would you start him over either one of those guys? You want me to rank them? Yeah. <laughs> Charbonnet, Dillon, A-Chain for this oh, week. No. Plays. Yeah. I know why he most uh, owners are happy. I know. AKA Joe. I, I know that a chain, or I know that Dylan and um, Charbonnet's receiving floor is low enough to, or is high enough to not concern me as much as an H injury. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Yeah. So there wraps up our news and injury reports for week eleven. Um, we're going to hop into our players of the week, most impressive guys of the week, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, so I will let – I'll let this – never mind. I'll let the Steelers didn't win. I was going to let y'all start off. So, <laughs> you can start off, Tilly. Yeah, uh, mine was Mr. Wide Receiver 14 on the year, Wide Receiver 4 on the week, AJ Dillon. I mean, not AJ Dillon. Jeez, Brandon Ayuk. Oh, I'm Lord. all over the place right now. Get the strap. Uh, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, five receptions, 156 and one. His third top 10 finish of the year. Uh, man, Brock Purdy just looks good. Uh, he, I don't know if you guys saw, but he had a perfect quarterback rating, the first one since Joe Montana had it uh, for them. So, yeah, I mean, you fire, I think you put out you can, you kind of have to. I don't, based off the last several weeks, 24, 13, 13. I think you just have to put him in your lineup. Um, and if you look at his schedule, it's all great, good matchups till Baltimore. Um, yeah. Seattle, Philly, who uh, we saw what Dak and CD did against Philly. So, yeah, that's mine. Well, yeah, I like it. I mean, I, I, I've heard a lot of analysts say, like, once uh, Debo came back, his offense is, like you said, Brock Purdy has looked a lot better. And as you and from what it looks like, it looks like it's opening up a lot of things for IU. And IU was getting back to how he looked in the beginning of the season. So yeah. I mean, mine should have been Brock Purdy. He went twenty one for twenty five for three thirty three and three. Yeah. And he, he he's getting in that mode like he was last year. Like he's getting hot again. Um I don't know. Well, you like I I guess, like, unless you're in a situation where you have, like, three really good receivers, which I hate to say almost all of us in this room have one team or two teams like that. So, like, I'm in that situation. I have Keenan Allen, Stephon Diggs, and I forgot my third receiver. So, it's like, do I play IU every week? I mean, the only thing about this offense is that it could switch off any given week on who has the high week. It could be Debo next yeah. week. It could be George Kittle. But I mean, looks like you is like the target leader, so he he could give you a solid floor. I saw someone said that uh, last year, uh, who was it? Kittle was affected when everybody was healthy, and this year it's Debo who's affected. So it just ha- luckily it hasn't been IU because if you look at the numbers, Debo didn't have a great game. 
but Kettle and Ayuk had great games. Well, I'll let you go ahead, my friends. Yeah. Uh, my waiver wire ad last week and my fellow Steeler, Jalen Warren, a.k.a. the new A-chain. Um, <laughs> against the best rushing defense in the league, basically. I mean, aside from the Eagles and I think the 49ers. Um, only in nine carries. Jalen Warren, nine carries, 129 rushing yards, 14 to carry, one rushing touchdown, and got his typical three catches, only got 16 receiving yards. But he's look, he's had a great run these last three weeks, 12.8, 18 points, and now 22 points. Um, You look at the rest of the rest of the season, I mean, this straight green, he just has one orange matchup week 14 against New England. But, I mean, that I said this last week. He, at this point, he he's somewhat matchup-proof as long as he's getting the work. Um, because he's just an explosive guy. He, I don't know. He just, he's just different. So yeah, I like, I like Jalen when we had a great week. I'm be honest. Did y'all see Najee running? Are we just, he just looks like he has center blocks, like on yeah. his cleats, bro. I, I don't <laughs> know what it is, but yeah. <laughs> Warren's exp- Warren brings the explosiveness in that backfield right now. That's what the Steelers need. They need an explosive back. Man. Najee's the offensive player right now. Bro, Najee is just bigger. I truly believe Jalen Warren is just a better all-around back. I actually don't. I'm not going to say it's not close, but respectfully, I don't think it's that big of – I think Jalen Warren is better than Najee Harris. I'll say it. I don't care if nobody else agrees with me. So, like – I no. wouldn't be surprised if after – now she's a rookie deal is up. They let him walk. Yeah. Look at that Zeke deal. Just give him that bummy deal. deal. 12 mil. They're going to yeah. bring him back, too. Franchise tag. Yeah. Exactly. Franchise tag is on the way. <laughs> You're but, not getting a long term, sir. Yeah, man. I actually picked up Jalen Warren a couple weeks ago, like I said, in one, in one league. Like, so I don't really know what to do because I kind of could use a flex some weeks. and But then Tank Dale's starting to come back on. I have Tank Dale as well. So it's kind of like just, you know. Mm. But Warren had a great week, man. Um, going forward, bro, he's like, <clears throat> just get him more touches. I'm, I don't know what more. Like, it's just that simple. Just get him more touches. I'm not saying you got to school now. You got the backfield, but like, at some point, you got to stop being stubborn. Just saying because he was the first round pick, or because yeah. he's bigger that he should get the ball. Like, I don't. Yeah. If you're watching these two play football the last month, there's no way in hell you you think Najee should get more touches than Jalen Warren. No, it's it's crazy because I mean you just looking at the yards per carry. We don't have the best all line by any means, but like literally, I will look at the last six weeks: four point four, five point three. You had three point eight, eight yards a carry, six point seven, three yards a carry. Now fourteen. Like, sheesh. Would you start him or Ayuk? Still Ayuk. Yeah. But like Najee just can't hit holes with explosiveness. It's just I'm sorry, it's <laughs> gone. He's good for he's good for three yards, and that's it. He worked his butt off from three yards, though. But yeah, no. Yeah. Um, I'll go ahead and get into my player of the week. My player of the week was Mr. Tank Dale, wide receiver of the Houston Texans. And you can make an you can make an argument he's been the best, I guess, best rookie receiver, kind of. Mm, I don't know. Depends on what you value. But uh this kind of deals with my price or right wrong question, so I won't go into it too much about his last three weeks, his finishes. But um the last three weeks, holy targets. 11, 14, <laughs> 10? What is going on? Six catches, six catches, eight catches. 19 yards a catch, 18.6 last week. Four touchdowns in the last three weeks. 
I don't. I mean, the kid's just catching fire, man. You put up twenty five, basically twenty four point nine, which a wide receiver three on a week, and still missed a quarter of the game. Still missed twenty five percent off a quarter of offensive snaps. Let me not say the game. So I don't know, man. Nothing crazy, but the kids turned into a stud right before our eyes. I'm gonna be honest. Like they have a group. They don't need. This, they don't need any veteran receiver. Just keep Nico. Keep Tank. Yeah, and everybody on this pod suck my shows. Cause everybody, nah, everybody, nah, nah, nah. Nobody <laughs> liked that when I said it. I ain't trying. Ew. To hey, so oh. suck, suck the Schultz that had a touchdown the last two weeks against both of you. Oh my god, that'd be the worst hypocrite. Be the first to pick him up. Be the first to disrespect him. Chill. Yeah. I had Darren Waller. He was the best. Nah, player. I ain't trying to hear that. Listen, but yeah, shout out to Tank Dale, man. It was a great week. Uh, yeah, it's my recap on Tank this week. That was a guy that me and you were high on coming into the season, like. Joe and I every in our draft, we in our, in our we took Tank Dell for the last pick in every single co-owner draft we had when we got him. And yeah, would you he guys say a, he's the best rookie wide receiver right now? Yes, him I Jordan Addison. I I was listening to a podcast this morning, and they were talking about what round will he go in next year if he keeps doing similar things. Oh, shoot, yeah, he could be, and he they could said, be nasty next year. They said they said around four, so. I was going to say around hey. four or five, right around there. Because, like, where does Nico go then? I think he might have surpassed Nico just now. But that's my the last point. Like, you're getting two guys that right now are probably going to finish in the top 15, top 20. Yeah. And a quarterback that's probably going to finish in the I'm about to say, where does Stroud go? <laughs> hey, Singletary can make a late push as well to finish high. Hey. Schultz. Yes. Think, bro, think about this. They got two top 20 receivers, possibly a top 24 back, a top 8 QB, and a top 5 tight end. Well, they're going to the playoffs, probably. Yeah, they're cooking. I, guess. Well. I bet they're I honestly, they're going to win their division, I think. That's, that's how you rebuild. No, if they beat the Jags this week, I truly believe they win the division. If they beat the Jags this week. I think they're – I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. They look great. And so, yeah. yeah. But uh, heading into our next segment for you guys. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get into our waiver wire pickups of the week. Like we said, we cut out a few segments. Um, but go ahead. You seem how you want to go first. I'm going to get nasty with this one. <laughs> uh, it's disgusting, and I can't believe I'm saying this. I can say the uh, same about mine. I feel the same way. Same. But honestly, <laughs> owning 40% of leagues right now, he's got a shoulder injury, but mine's at L. Beckham. Uh, they said they wanted to get him more involved recently. Um, he has three weeks with over 10 points. He has his first 100-yard game of the season last Thursday. And his end of the season schedule looks really favorable for him. And without uh, Mark Andrews, I just think that they're going to have to rely on someone else. I think he's a guy that they might rely on. I like it. I mean, I feel like he's he's finally started. Because a lot of people don't realize he didn't play at all last year. Um, So... It's not really a surprise that he had a slow start, but it looks like he's starting to find a stride. He's starting to find that chemistry with uh, Lamar. Great matchups coming up. And like you said, I mean, Andrews is down. Tiger's got to go somewhere. So, I like it. Um, uh, sorry, my bad. Dander choked him on spit. <laughs> but, I mean, looking at it, man, he's been doing good. Mark Andrews not there. Like Brandon said, is, you know, some concern about does this have anything to do with Phil Lamar? He just got to learn to play without Mark Andrews, which I think in the long run probably might help him more. Yeah. And to be honest, 
I don't think it's a hindrance when Mark Andrews is there. It's just like the same thing with Mahomes. If you don't have Kelsey, it's kind of like that's the dude I throw to almost every play. But this year, I can say Lamar genuinely spread it around. Like going back to y'all question, I think Addison has better stats, but he's not been a better rookie receiver than Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers that's my honest opinion. I think he has better stats. But when you watch the two play, I don't think he's better than Zay Flowers, personally. I can agree not with that. Down. Yeah. Um, but what are we gonna do with uh OBJ, man? Three, like Tilly said, three straight weeks. That's impressive. I never thought we would get that at any point, probably ever again. Yeah. And uh, is, is there any concern that he kind of hurt his shoulder? A yeah, little that's bit? what I was about to say. I would pay attention to that that injury report. And he's one of those guys. He's like, like uh, he's a he's a waiver wire target, but he's one of those guys who might not even get scooped uh, when waivers run. So. I will Maybe. say, if you are looking for someone that's more uh, like potential to go in waivers run, I would look Zach Charbonnet's way. Uh, I think yeah. I just look his own. I think it's like fifty six percent of leagues right now. Um, wow. First off, first off, if you were the Ken Walker owner and you didn't pick him up and he was a free agent in your <laughs> league, that that's your own fault because Ken Walker's had injuries this year. Uh, <laughs> But considering they're saying it could be a serious oblique injury, you're not picking him up for this week because if it is serious and say they get out of playoff contention, what's to say they don't shut Ken Walker down? It's a possibility. Not, not only that, Charbonnet's out-snapped out him the previous two games before this one that he got hurt. Um, so... <laughs> Man, you're saying all this, talking about Ken Walker owners should have Charbonnet, but you've been hoarding him the whole season. That's why they don't have him. Literally. <laughs> and, this is, and right here, this is the exact reason why I've been holding Exactly. <laughs> don't, don't hate the player Demon. in the game. Yeah. Come on. Ain't my fault. Give me a handcuff. I'll get into mine. This one is also a little nasty, but not really that nasty. We actually look at it. Jaden Reed, rookie wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. He's wide receiver 29 right now. And he's had a decent stretch of games these last five games. 9.6, 10.3. He had a dud 5.5. But these last two games, 16.9 and 17.2. Um, like, like I said, th- this isn't a big week for waiver wires, but I mean, what I like to target at this t- uh, time of the year is either handcuffs or those rookies that you feel like will break out at the end of the season. And I feel like he's finding that connection with Jordan Love. Um, It's a really pass-heavy offense. They let Jordan Love throw the ball. Like Within these last four games, Jordan Love has had three 40-attempt games. Um, and, you know, Jaden Reed's getting an end zone. So he has a favorable matchup coming up. A lot of favorable matches coming up towards the end of the season. So if you have, you know, one of those free waiver spots, if you're in a deep league, especially if you're in a dynasty league, this is somebody I would pick up. And I think he has a lot of a lot of talent and gets a lot of opportunities in his offense. Does it concern you any that it kind of is uh, almost sometimes the hot hand, like yeah. Romeo Dubs and the offense could be – yeah, it's really somebody like that. What? Oh, Debo and them the same way. Like you just don't know who's gonna do what. That's yeah, that's the issue. Um, but I'm just going off of like these past five weeks. 
um, coming out of bye. He's looked pretty decent. So I'm just hoping that he's picking up some type of stride. I and mean, he's over 15 plus his last two games. So that could be the start of something. This is similar to how Tank Dell got started. He had a he had a rough, rough patch of uh, weeks. And then next you know, he gives you one 15 point game. Next you know, he gives you another one. And now look at him now. So this is one of those situations where like you're trying to catch some fire. Um, I do before, agree though. Like yeah. late season rookie, it all they they break out. Some of them that's when they break out. So. I agree with that. He's in the second and learning groove. Got to learn your way, man. Still an infant out there. Um, I'm going to get into my waiver wire pickup, which is nasty. Mr. Russell Wilson. Can't cooking, believe I'm saying though. it. I can't believe I'm saying it. I can't believe I'm saying it. But, I mean, you got to look at it, man. The last, I mean, you know, three weeks, you can't really complain. And he's giving you 17 and a half, 18.7, 14.4. If you look at it, he has a great stretch coming up, man, to be honest. Okay, I know Cleveland is not the most favorable matchup this week, but he has a lot of bottom 10, bottom five matchups the rest of the season after that, especially for your playoff stretch. Um, He's been playing better, completion been better. I can't act like he's throwing for an abundance of yards because really his yardage has been terrible. But, I mean, man, he's the QB 14 on the year. I, I feel like they're, all 14 options can somehow be worse than him. And now my thing is, it's hard to get a quarterback this late in the season. So I'm not here to convince you this is some Cinderella. I'm just telling you, he can be a streamer. He could be a guy who can get you anywhere between 16 to 20 and can just hold you afloat. And as long as your players do what they're supposed to do. And right now, that might just be what some teams need. They might not need an all-star quarterback. They just need somebody that's going to give them 15 plus, And that's what they need. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Like you said, he's looked great. The team has looked great. They're on a win streak. And I know, like you said, he did have a rough little, you know, streaky games but when you look at those matchups i mean you can't really blame them kansas city twice green bay new york jets um but if you look at the games where he's playing great matchups he's giving you like almost like 50 like you said 15 plus a game and some of those games 25 points 22 points so i mean with this schedule a lot of greens coming up i think he he could give you a few like those 18 plus games down the stretch so i like it like I said, I don't have no big hoorah rah That just that was my spill on it. I don't know if Taylor got anything for him. Um, I will say that I want to give a shout out to Cortland Sutton because everybody doubted that man, but that's all. Yeah, he's balling. <laughs> that snag was crazy. You no, know, he literally mossed him for game. That was crazy. But there we go. Wraps up our waiver wire pickups of the week. So we're gonna do something a little different. We're gonna have starts of the week and sit to the week. Two separate sections. So we're going to do Thursday and Friday's games. Then we're going to do Sunday and Monday for both starts and sits of the weeks. So let's hop right into it. Our start to the week for Thanksgiving Day. I figured somebody would do it. I was just waiting on who was going to do it all year. Go ahead. Are you I talking heard? about me? Yeah. I... <laughs> the Miami Dolphins defense, baby, against the New York football Jets on Friday. Um, they bench Zach Wilson. I'm just going to keep it as short as I can. It's Tim Boyle, Tommy Boyle. (laughs) I don't even know his name. Something Boyle. Uh, I think it's going to get ugly. Um, Hey, Mala. (laughs) I know the Jets defense. I mean, not Jets. The Dolphins defense had some shaky moments this week, but I'm sorry, Jets fans. You guys have no one that can do what Devontae Adams can do and demand the ball like he does. Um, 
And with that being now, I will say Garrett Wilson is very good, but it doesn't help. Not last week. Well, here's my thing: it doesn't help that he doesn't have a competent quarterback. At least Aiden O'Connell's competent. Uh, and I don't know how much better it can get with Tim Boyle. Is it Tim? Someone check me. Is it Tim, Tim Boyle? I know Thank his you. name. <laughs> Tim Boyle. Uh, Ew. Sounds like your middle school math teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Neighborhood mailman. <laughs> oh. But yeah, so, I mean, that's my start for the Thanksgiving games. Uh, if you're in slag, I'm sorry, I already have them, but yeah. Yeah, this team's defeated. The Jets are defeated at this point because there's really no bright spots. I mean, I just touched on it like slightly. Like, Garrett Wilson had negative 0.1 points this past week. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brees Hall, yes, he did. That's the reason I lost to Tilly. <laughs> Literally, if I would have started decal to one. I mean, Brees Hall's been looking decent, but these are his yards per carry these last four weeks 1.4, 3.1, 2.1. 2.3. They can't really run the ball that well either. The O line's shot. So yeah, I like I like the Dolphins defense. They should give you like 14 points. Yeah, I love it. Uh I'm getting them off. I'm gonna go ahead next. And my start of the week is Mr. Raheem Mostert. Yeah, uh, boy. Yeah. Uh honestly, if if A Chain plays, then he plays, but y'all not gonna tell me if he plays, he's not gonna be limited in some form or fashion. That was the whole reason they waited this long was because they didn't want him to be limited. So who knows what they do on top of that. But going into next week, uh, you look at Mostert, season high, 22 carries. Um, And I kind of expect to continue against the Jets. Even if he get 22, he should at least get 13 to 15 easy. Um, matchups have been great. Jets have not been good against running back. I mean, the only thing that separates from him being like a top five guy every week and a top 20 guy is a touchdown. So, essentially, that's kind of what you're banking on. But it's a Friday game, early game. Um, I don't know. I mean, I just think they're going to have to rely on him more. They clearly shown they have no problem. Why wait till week 11 to give somebody 20 carries? So, they clearly trust them. They have no problem. I don't know. I feel like it's just an easy no-brainer. And it's like, don't overthink it. I mean, it should be a good start on Friday. Does it? I agree with the start. Does it get concerning at all? Like, I know we don't like talking about injuries, but, like, we're getting this deep in the season. He's getting relied on a lot heavier than he probably has been in his career. That something might be coming. Like, are you a little concerned at all or not? Well, I'm a knock on wood. Yeah. So, no. Um, I don't think anything's coming because the truth is, well, yeah. I mean, he's been injury prone. That's what everybody wants to label him. I mean, he had the fact of the facts, he's had his fair share of injuries. What also is fact is, this is the most healthy he's ever been. So it's like, gotta gotta just take the blessing while you got the blessing. Can't think about the curse. I mean, that's really the easy way for me to say it. Yeah. Yeah. And I also heard that Salvin Achman got hurt as well. So with him and A-Chain hurt, he might get 20 carries again. So I like him. Um, I'll get into mine. I actually just changed my last minute. But mine will be Brock Purdy. Wow. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm just looking at the numbers, dude. These last four games, I mean, week seven wasn't amazing, but, like, if you look at his passing yards, 270, 365, 296, 333. He's thrown three touchdowns in his last two games, in each of those last two games. He's getting hot, man. 
and th- this offense is healthy. They have everybody back, and it's just a machine at this point. Seattle's dealing with a lot of injuries. Kenneth Walker's hurt. Geno Smith is hurt. If they're both not playing, it's going to be a lot of three and outs, a lot of scoring opportunities for the 49ers. Um, it's, a divi- it's a division game as well, right? So they're not going to let up. Yeah. So I think it's going to be one of those games where it's like, we saw how the uh, Seahawks looked that one game against the Ravens. Like once they get down, man, that defense starts to starts to give up a little bit. It's a division game. I think 49ers will put up points, and this could be a, a possibly a two touchdown, two hundred fifty passing yard game for Brock Purdy. So I like him. Yeah, it's Brock Purdy. I love to start honestly. Um, I don't think they'll have an overall good offensive game. They'll probably put up twenty eight easy. Maybe thirty five, <laughs> no big deal. Like so, at least two and at least two of those touchdowns coming from him slinging. I promise you. Yeah. So I feel like he's at least guarantee you probably around the two hundred. If my floor is two hundred and two for my quarterback, I can live with whatever comes after that. So uh, great matchup. He's kind of getting hot, catching his rhythm after having those bad stretch again. You know what I mean? People say I remember it's like, bro. He really just this is really his first full year. Like he only played like six, seven regular season games. Like. This is like week 11 right now makes one full season he's actually been in the NFL. Like he's still learning everybody. Like, so it's okay for him to have bad games. And no, that does not mean he's a fraud because he has bad games without his best players. Um, but yeah, so I let us start of the week. Tilly's good. There we go. And heading to our Thanksgiving sits of the week. Um, I can start us off. Mine is Brian Robinson. I'm going to give it to you simple. I'm going to give it to you nice. <laughs> When he plays good matchups, he plays well. When he doesn't play good matchups, he doesn't play well. It's not hard. Just look at the schedule. Dallas is not here to play around. They messed up by losing to the Giants last week. I'm going to be honest. The commanders messed up. The the Cowboys are really about to violate. I'm so sorry for any commander fan listening. I just don't see how he's able to run that well. And the truth is, their defense is not going to be able to stop them. No. So so they're going to be playing from behind, not his game script. He's not going to get that 80-yard catch he got again. Take my money if he does. Sorry. But listen, so I'm just making it simple. Not a good matchup. Are they at Dallas too? Mm. If I'm correct. Maybe I'm wrong. Then they at Dallas. They are at Dallas. Minus 10 and a half. You said they're at Dallas? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good night. That's all I got to say. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's rough. <laughs> I mean, the only bright spot is is if Antonio Gibson doesn't play, he did get nine targets this past week. But yeah, that his run efficiency will not be good. You're praying for a touchdown. The the yards per carry is just nasty, and if you're playing that front, <laughs> God bless you. Um, you are front, you starting him over uh, Dylan and Sharpening? Whoa, whoa, that was gonna be my question. Okay, I still yeah, would honestly. Yes. Same page. I yeah. still would. Just he's gonna get more volume than them yeah, most likely. Yeah. Especially if Gibson doesn't play. I mean, he plays 78% of snaps. And, I mean, he's still RB4. So, it's like, Jesus, Lord. The truth but, is, I'm sorry, people. It wasn't that many teams to pick from. I had to pick a set of the week. It was going to have to be a guy who's pretty good. Like, yeah. not, it wasn't many people to pick from. So, well, I'm, I'm sketchy, too. And people going to say, how the hell are you going to bench a top seven, six running back? Okay, well, don't bench him. Play him, and when he <laughs> gives you 4.7, don't get mad. Yeah. <laughs> Would you start Jalen Warren over him? Yes. Okay. Good advice. Um, yeah, I'll get into mine. Mine is sketchy too. This guy broke my heart this past week, ruined my season. Um, Garrett Wilson. 
Mr. I, I use zero points this past week, Mr. I get two catches and then fumble. But yeah, I don't know, man. We talked about the Tim Boyle thing. I mean, I guess he'll get the targets, but I mean, he's probably get the Jalen Ramsey matchup and, and Tim Boyle is going to be lost and they're going to be discouraged because they have literally, if Tim Boyle was on any other team, he'd probably be third, probably on the practice squad. I don't know why the Jets didn't have a backup plan outside of Zach, Zach Wilson. Can someone explain to me why they didn't? I understand he's not good, but damn, is Carson Wentz worse than Tim Boyle? Carson yeah, exactly. Wentz is sitting as a free agent for how long? I don't yeah. care what y'all tell me. Joe Flacco still probably came on there. How about say But yeah, the Boyle has no, no, Tim Boyle. Anyway, I don't know what it is going to amount to. I don't see how many. I don't even see how they're scoring that many points. I don't see how they're scoring more than two touchdowns. If anything, we're gonna call him the mailman. Yeah, no, no. I like the math teacher. He's the math teacher. The math teacher. Algebra two. Tim Boyle yeah. teaching you algebra two class. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, my prediction for Gary Wilson probably four catches 30 something yards. I mean, if you want to go out there and, and, and try your luck with that, go for it. He could get a lucky touchdown. Who knows? But yeah, I don't know. If he was starting behind Zach Wilson, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not starting Gary Wilson. I don't know what to tell y'all. I don't have a lot of spill. I, yeah, I don't want to I'm not starting any yet. When I was begging for him. I exactly. Was for him, you should have got rid of him, but you didn't want to. Dude, and, 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 you, you are you are a sick individual to throw that. <laughs> this is the funny thing too, man. Like in Joe's league, literally minutes before the uh, like literally like twenty minutes before kickoff, into the trade trade deadline, someone offered me Devontae Smith for Garrett Wilson, and I said no. And then Garrett Wilson goes and gives me zero points. Get the gun. Yeah, man, I like this. I wouldn't be playing Garrett Wilson with any type of confidence if you have anybody else. Like, get the gun. Anybody. Would you play Garrett Wilson or Odell Beckham? OBJ. (laughs) Yeah, give me OBJ with one arm, please. That's all he needs. (laughs) Actually, I don't know. I mean, yeah, with Tim Boyle, yeah, so give me OBJ. Well, I'm, well, I'm standing on business. Yeah. Give me Odell. <laughs> He's starting Gary Wilson at 18. <laughs> Elijah Moore off my waiver wire. Um. Anyway, I'll get into mine. Mine, I just told you to pick up off waivers, but it's not for this week. Uh, mine's Zach Charbonnet. I'm going to keep it simple. Two things. Yes, he's probably going to be the lead back, but there's a man named DJ Dallas who Pete Carroll seems to still love, who is also there. What's his favorite player, bro? And it is not the best matchup. I mean, it's the 49ers defense at home. Is it at 40? It's not San Francisco, isn't it? Somebody check that for me, but I, I think it is. Uh, on Thanksgiving, I guess – no, it's at Seattle. Oh, it's at Seattle. Even then, though, like, Gino's banged up. It's just got to be – it's tough to play him, especially not knowing how involved – I mean, I guess how involved he'll be in terms of with DJ Dallas. And I'm anticipating they're going to be playing from behind most of the game. Yep. <laughs> yeah, this is not a good matchup. I mean, I'm just like, we're all probably – you're going to hear three tape recordings back-to-back-to-back to back to back right now. Like, literally, it's just not a good matchup. It's probably not going to be enough value. 
Okay, I guess there's really no pros in this situation. It's just cons. It's the easiest way to break this yeah. down. You're praying for dump offs and he does something with it. Especially if Geno's not playing. Oh my God. Don't play him. They're gonna score. And you trying to have to rely on a rookie running back? No. No. Not against that defense. No. And they know what's they know what's on the line to win the division. Like, no, they're not coming to play around. <laughs> yeah. Um, the way I kind of want to do it, um, we can now head into our starts and sits of the week for Sunday through Monday. Um, and Brandon, you can keep going if you want to start us off. Yeah, mine is my start is Rashad White running back for the Buccaneers, man. Um, he's really coming around, man. I think we talked about him a little bit last week, but I mean, this was a tough matchup he came into this past week. He just played the 49ers. Um, and his yards per carry has not been great all season, but for some reason, he keeps finding his way in the end zone and just he's their wide receiver too, outside of Mike Evans. Like Chris Godwin's been struggling a lot this year. It's because Rashad White's taking all of his targets. Um, and don't forget, sorry, hold on, you brought up Godwin and it reminded me of something. Yeah. Don't forget about our bet, Joe. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, I forget. Yeah, Greg, cough it up now. Um, but. I mean, he's dealt with a lot of tough matchups over this last, like, six weeks. He's gone through Detroit, Atlanta, um, Buffalo, Tennessee, San Francisco. Um, and now he's finally getting a nice, nice, good old matchup against the Indianapolis Colts. Um, they haven't been great at all against the run. Dude, he's playing 80% of snaps basically every week. 82, 80, 71, 80. Like, he's on the field all the time. And this is a positive game script. Plus, he's still going to get those targets. So, I think he could, he's a guy who could find his way into the end zone twice. Um, so I have a lot of confidence in him this week. Yeah. Um, probably the most underrated fantasy back this year. Yeah, it's a quiet with it, too, every week. Um, but we talked about it. He probably get a lot of value. And is even though it might not be the most efficient, he still has games where he's still good. He gets passing work. He's a true three-down back. That's why, like, they're really not trying to take him out. They're trying to let the young kid develop, like, um, and yeah, they're literally just trying to let him develop. The more I watch, though, I really like watching him. I told y'all who he reminds me of. Like, it may not be exactly the same, but he reminds me so much of Le'Veon. Like for me, when I watch him play, um, see, so, yeah, I love the matchup, love the start, and let's be honest, the kid's probably gonna get twenty touches again. Yeah, I had to mind my start of the week. Um, for the Sunday and Monday games, it's about time he gives he should get his flowers. But Mr. Michael Pittman, why was he with the Indianapolis Colts? Man, if you just look at the last couple of weeks, well, not even last week, couple of weeks, really the whole season for the most part. Um, but I guess in particular the last couple of weeks. Where's it at? I mean, he's finished, you know, the last five weeks. Why was he for nine, 12, 17, 20, 22? He's had double digit games, and we're looking, we're talking five straight games now. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five straight games. Uh, and then we're looking at 10 plus targets in three out of the last five games. Eight-plus targets and four out of five. Uh, the volume is just there, and truthfully, Anthony Richardson, I think, is a good thrower. It's just – I think he just so happens he is just better with – Minshew still starting right now, right? So, yeah, he just yeah. think he's better. Like, you you can't look at that, bro. That is a – that is a for the last month, that is a really amazing stretch. And I just don't see it going down, to be honest, especially not with the next great matchups against – yeah, Tampa Bay can't guard anybody, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I thought you, I mean, you said it all. I mean, the answer right here is, is Gardner Minshew. As soon as Gardner Minshew took over once Anthony Richardson got hurt, I mean, it's been 
the passing games look great, at least for Josh Downs and Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman's been consistent every single week. So, yeah, I like him. And arguably the most underrated receiver. Like, to me, he might yeah. be a shot white wide receivers. He's yeah, only had been, two the entire season. He's had a really under-the-radar season because he's, I guess, like you said, he's had a really good season on paper. Um, I was even 16 right now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I'll go ahead and finish this off here with mine. Uh, mine is the wide receiver eight on the season, Mr. DJ Moore. Um. <laughs> You know, I didn't want to do it because I'm not going to lie. This offseason, I wouldn't say I was a hater, but I was not confident in the DJ Moore ability based on when it comes to fantasy. I knew he was a great player, but when it came to fantasy, I was a little skeptical. But, you know, he's wide receiver on the season. He plays the Minnesota Vikings in prime time. Uh, with his first week back with Justin Fields, he had seven tar- receptions, 96 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, I just think him and Justin Fields have this connection, and he's looked amazing. Um, You know, and Cortland Sutton, the number one for uh, the Broncos, had a good game last night against the Vikings, so I don't know why DJ Moore wouldn't have a good game this week. They're also setting him up with a lot of screen plays and opportunities for him to get in the open field, so I just really think he's a great play this week. Yeah, I think the main thing like we're just looking for is like how how is Justin Fields going to look after his injury? He looked great. Had a great we we talked about it a lot last week like <laughs> how we were feeling about him, but shoot, he went out there and looked great. And like you said, had a nice like back of the end zone touchdown to DJ Moore. I mean, they have that chemistry, and I think it will just continue. Yeah, they have a great connection, man. That's why I say you know, I, if they think any Tilly might disagree, but. If they think Drake May or Caleb Williams, let's say they can get either of the two, which they won't be able to, at least get one of the two they won't. If y'all think that anybody listening, that they're just going to come in and just do something with this team that Justin Fields is not capable or already doing, good luck to you. So if you think trading Justin Fields is the the answer, please, because all of Justin Fields fans, we want y'all to trade him away. We do not want him in Chicago. We want him to Steelers fan, I'll take him, please. I don't think (laughs) – yeah, I agree. I I think they should trade their pick if they or trade the Panthers' pick and and because it's going to be the number one pick probably the Panthers. So I I would trade the pick, just trade back a little and get two first round picks. Yeah. So now if you feel like Fields is really not your guy, I mean, like people said, they feel like this is just a tryout for Fields' rest of the season, which is kind of disrespectful to me. But hey, to each their own. But I love the DJ Moore start man. The connection has been beautiful. It's really where Justin Fields is needed. Now, I'm not going to say it's been the A.J. Brown impact, but it's probably a tier right below the impact, like the A.J. Brown, the job, yeah. Stephon Diggs. It's probably like a tier right below that, where D.J. Moore is having a really, really good season. Man. And shoot, give it one more year. It'll probably just get even better next year. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know. I, I just like what they're building, man. They keep building that old line. You know what I mean? Keep building the weapons around them. You sign commit. You got your tight end for the future. You got your receiver for the future. I mean, it's up to them if they, if they think that's the quarterback of the future. Yeah, uh, we going to get into our sit players of the week. Tilly, you want to start us off, or I can go. Uh, not my boy. Yeah, I can go first. Um, <laughs> sorry to do it to you, um, but my sit of the week is drum roll, please. B Woods, man, my freaking like... doc will load. <laughs> Gonna build the anticipation. Yeah, my man, 
Steelers running back, Najee Harris. Uh, I just – I don't think you can start him with confidence anymore. Um, I understand that he's technically still the number one back, but coming off a week of 10 or 12 carries for 35 yards, he does play Cincinnati, who hasn't been great on the ground. But I just think – I mean, I honestly would start Jalen Warren over him. I mean, do you guys disagree? I just think yeah. you could, I think you got to put Najee on the bench until he proves something else. Yep. Yeah, Jalen Warren has taken that. Well, he's basically the best, better running back, like Joe said earlier in the episode. And with Najee, is just he'll get the thing is he'll give you those 12, 12 carries, sixteen carries, sixteen carries, fourteen carries, fourteen. But it's just like his yards per carry just isn't there. So you're praying for a touchdown, um, which could happen. But like you said, oh, wow. you go with someone with more more juice. You know what Najee is. As my friend Steve Smith would say, Najee is what you call a jag. Oh, come He's on. Just a guy. It's okay. He's just a guy. <laughs> we have to realize he's just a guy. Okay, he's probably a little bit better than just he's a guy. He's not a good fit. I like like put him in a Ravens offense. He would probably do exactly what Gus is doing. You know Y'all don't I mean? have enough downhill tempo for him. Yeah, exactly. Like he needs to be able to run downhill, like <laughs> more of Derrick Henry's style of running, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's just not a side to side guy, but I agree, man. It's just but the thing is, you like, yeah, I'll start Jalen Warren though. So this is the crazy part of the conversation. It's like Jalen Warren's good, man. I'm telling you, I people keep thinking I'm, I'm wild for saying this. I'm telling you, he looks like Austin Eckler. Like he plays like Austin Eckler. Okay, look at the. So I'm saying, like, but so I'm saying, you you won't start Najee. This week. We, we literally will start Jalen Warren. This is like that's the confusing part. It got to be some confusion to that. <laughs> yeah, one was the first rounder, and then one was like what six round or something. Like it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Do uh, I ain't gonna say he's my boy. He used to be my boy. We're good. Yeah, man. I don't know what's going on here. It's making me mad. But Hollywood Brown, man. Everybody was so excited. Like, okay, you know, Kyler's coming back. Blah blah blah. They'll be back in the last two games. Has Kyler played two or three? Well, regardless, last three games: four point four, three point three, two point two. He's going down a point every week. You can get one point one next week. Um, I don't know what's going on. I mean, I guess he got five targets last week, but it's just something's up with that connection. Um, one catch, two catch, four catches the last three games. Uh, that's not to say he won't go out there and magically score a touchdown, but right now, I just don't think you can start him with confidence. And yeah, I don't know. I was just trying to say, would you start him or Gary Wilson? Hollywood. Like, I really don't want to play Garrett Wilson, like, under any circumstances. <laughs> I'm trying to make that very clear. Yeah. You, we just proved it that he'll literally shoot you in the foot. Like, they both won't shoot you in the foot. Just who will shoot you worse? Yeah. Well, clearly, Garrett Wilson's looks <laughs> like his is going to be worse. The boil. I'd rather play with Kyler Murray and just take my chance. Exactly. That, yeah. That's the one. Yeah, man. It just, it's been a bad, like, stretch, man. Last couple months. It's just. I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's a matter of college, but even Rondell Moore, he had one target, one catch. Like, like what? I don't. What is going on? Mm-hmm. McBride, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't care. Well, hate to say it, they were at their peak when they had Josh Dobbs. Call a spade a spade. <laughs> 
but I'm gonna get <laughs> jump into mine and then wrap up the uh sit players of the week um for this Sunday and Monday. My sit player of the week is Mr. James Cook. Yes, yes. Running back of the Buffalo Bills. I know last week he's coming off an RB8 finish, 17 carries, 73 yards, three catches, 29 yards, and a touchdown. So, I mean, that was impressive. 112 total yards, 20 touches, and a touchdown. And so maybe people are looking at me like, why would you bench him? But to be honest, Philly's not a good matchup. They're going to be on the road. I think it's going to be more of an offensive shootout type of play style. So maybe he'll like make it up in um, receiving game, which is a very good possibility that it could happen. I'm just not banking on that. I'll be damned if y'all think he's about to run for 17 or whatever on the Eagles. That's not <laughs> happening. I'm just telling you that now. It's not happening. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just not a good favorable matchup. And we're not going to act like he didn't fumble twice. He did again? No, I'm just saying, like, last week when they played Denver or two weeks ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, bro, I don't know, man. It's just maybe he gets it and he gets no goal line work, bro. So if he doesn't rip off a big one, what are you, what are you, what are you getting? Yeah, that's the issue. And it, like you said, the game script depends. It depends on the game script a lot because some games they just go away from them out of nowhere. I don't know. But the thing is, his yards per carry is great every week. But if he get, gets one of those games where he's getting 11 carries or something, then you're kind of disappointed. So, yeah, it's tough. It's just a bad matchup. You like him or Brian Robinson? Hmm. I feel like if they're Gibson in the same boat. Like if they're Gibson good. doesn't play, I think I like Robinson. Yeah, if Gibson doesn't play. It just, it just, if Cook got any type of goal line work, I would pick Cook. Yeah. He's not going to get any work inside the goal line because I ain't going to say that word, but Latavius Murray is going to come in. <laughs> and the Bills' offense just looks sketchy on top of all of that. Like, yeah. And you got the factor of Stefan Diggs running. I mean, Josh Allen. Yeah, like, they had a decent game against the Jets last week. I know it's a great defense also, but it's just like, I think it's just because the Jets kept turning the ball over and just getting three and outs, and they got good field position. Like He honestly just has, the every, he has everything working against him. Yeah. If you, like, think about it. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry, my boy. Maybe you'll prove me wrong. But at best, I think you'll get, like, a decent week. And yeah. he might not kill you, but Eight he's points. not going to help you win. That's just why. So I wouldn't start him if you do have other options um to turn to. Yeah, that wraps up all of our starting sits for Thanksgiving Day games, Friday games, Sunday and Monday games. So we bless y'all. Get your lineups right. I don't want to hear nobody coming back saying they lost. But uh, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up, like in terms of that segment, and then get into our prices right or wrong segment of the week. And yeah, go ahead, Brandon. This for you, Joe. Hell yes. Go ahead and say it. Hey, get it. Derrick Henry, man. We've been see this, this is the issue with Henry, man. He's gone through a rough, rough patch of uh bad matchups. Uh but hey, this is when the, the grass gets a little greener. He starts what, are the football, light. what are the football what are the footballers call him? The Yeti. The Yeti. Um it's getting cold outside, and he gets a game against Carolina, the worst team in the league. Mm-hmm. Does he give you 15 plus fantasy points? This yeah. is what you've been waiting for. The price is right. Yes, he's going. He's getting fifteen plus. I'm gonna tell you this now. If he doesn't get fifteen, get the strap. <laughs> no, literally, <laughs> and not for not for me. Joe's gonna need the strap because Joe <laughs> Joe might drive up to Tennessee. And find oh yeah, that I'm not gonna lie. I at least need thirteen. Anything under thirteen, I'm tight. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> That's crazy because two years ago you'd have been like, I need, I need no need less 20. than twenty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
And I'm hey, expecting 35. And, and also the problem, man, the last two weeks, what is he supposed to do with 10 carries? He can't catch a rhythm like that. I know. I think yeah. the price is right. Price has to be right, bro, because I There's get it. There's no like, way. Unless Tajay Spears, for some reason, vultures a touchdown. Then you're going to be mad. It's just Will. Will Levis isn't as good as we thought he was. Ooh, I just want to go back to the old days when they get on the one, tell everybody to move and put Henry at quarterback. Get the hell out the way. You just run. Did y'all see? Hold on. About this, did y'all see that play they ran? With I didn't watch. Not a, I didn't watch a second of that game. Jeffrey, they were getting blown out, and they get to the one yard line. It's first and goal, and they put Jeffrey Simmons. They're detackling. Oh yeah, and run a pass to that man when they're down by that many scores. Like, what? What are you? Why are you Who showing that? Well, and also, why are you showing that play when you're getting beat that bad? You know, like, bro, this is what they need to do. They need to go back to what they did the last four or five years. Forget the offense. You get that boy 35 carries, and something will happen. And if it don't work, it just don't work. That's what they got to realize. What are they trying to run plays for? Just one play you should be running right now. Get the ball to that man on the outside zone. I think the price is right, though, for sure. What do you Uh, think? What did you answer? I'll say Price right because he's gonna fall in zone, but I still think I just think it's the week he, he get you two of them things. Does he give you hundred rushing yards? I'm saying he might get you 15 points on touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> he better. Um, so you want to? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead with mine. Will Tankdale have his fourth consecutive week as a top 12 wide receiver? Let me let me take a look at this here. It's right. It was right. Divisional right. game. Playing for ah uh, yeah, show their dominance. Right. I think it's right. I think he's uh, a league winner. Call me crazy. I think he might be a league winner. Yeah, this is the only thing I have against it is that they've dealt with a lot of receiver injuries like outside of him. Like Nico Collins missed a lot of games. Now Noah Brown missed a game last week. I don't know if things will even out a little bit once they're all healthy. But talent wise, yes, he should be a league winner. Those are price right or wrong? I'll say price is right. He's hot. Yeah, he's just too hot. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, he's, he's, like, away like from he's really it. just too hot right now. Like, yeah. I highly doubt he doesn't do it. Um, but top twelve ain't easy. It's not. Like, I mean, he's been top three two out of the last three weeks. You know, you know how many how many rookies have a wide receiver one finish on the season? That is just not easy to do, bro. Yeah. No, it's not. So, oh well, yeah, um, the price is right for me. As well. I'll get into mine. Mr. Samuel Howe, QB4 on the season. Will he be a top 10 QB at Dallas this week? He's only been outside the top 10 five times. Two of those were QB 11 and 13. I hate this. Cause this is like though this is where you absolutely should not take this, but watch it happen. Throw five hundred yards for some reason. I'm gonna say price is wrong. I'm not. I'm not. No. I will say. Oh my god. QB ten this QB ten this week with three interceptions. I was against the Giants. But I'm saying he was QB ten with three interceptions. <laughs> I know. <sighs> Price is right. Price is wrong. I'm sorry. I think it's right. Well, you don't have the best fantasy judgment this year, so we don't know if we take. <laughs> I guess not. To be honest, I guess buddy. not, buddy. Yeah, you didn't fleece anybody this time around, Bucko. 
<laughs> Listen, anyway. Yeah, I'm the only one in our whole freaking league that made trades. I made trades with three people. Nobody else wanted to try and make a trade. I tried to make it with fourth, but they wouldn't listen. You didn't put a single offer in my inbox. Because me and you. Oh God, don't yeah. Tell them the truth. You didn't put a single <laughs> offer in my inbox. Tell me them the you truth. aren't making a trade. We know this. No, that'd be you. You just a fleecer. Like a finesser. You're the fleecer. Javon- the finesser. Somebody Javon- Javon- Williams. <laughs> And me, I'm just a big, honest working man, honest trade man. But uh, yeah, man. So you boys ready to uh? We have a special segment at the end, so we're not quite done after this. But our lock bets of the week. I'm going first. <laughs> yeah, I might as well. Not we uh, mind. we went two and one last week. Oh well, yeah. But Steelers, Steelers I, ruined everybody. Let's not talk about it. I don't yeah. want to talk about it. My dogs almost won outright again, but they didn't yeah. win. But they covered. And I'm back on the dog this week. Can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm not. I can't believe I'm about to say what I'm gonna say either. I'm taking the Giants at home plus three and a half against the Patriots. Yes, I am taking the Giants plus three and a half at home against the Patriots. Devito is Devito for real. I don't know. We got we got to see. It's it's not going to be easy. Let me make that clear. But we know like the Pats don't suck. How are they, how are they just that much better than the Giants? <laughs> Please somebody t- explain might, to me. Might be the same score as the Steelers Browns game. Might be ten to seven or thirty. So I'm saying you're going to give me Sorry. three and a half with the team at home. Who's coming off a big divisional road win? No. Like I'll take if if they just lose by more than three and a half by three, then I'm sorry. They just lose by more than three. But I don't believe the Pats are a touchdown better than the Giants right now. Or a touchdown better than anybody. Maybe the Panthers. Because the Panthers are the worst thing I've ever seen. I don't know what that is. But other than that, I mean, yeah, I like Giants three and a half. I like it. I like it. I can't, can't say super confident. Because I hate the dog, Patriots. But... Yeah. Then, like you said, they just don't look good at all this year. They... Let me keep up the disgusting trend that we've got here this week. Give me the Carolina Panthers plus four what? on the road. Who do you play against against a reeling Tennessee Titans team? Okay. No, you can't look at my pick. The Giants just came off a big win and actually are not terrible when you watch them every game. The Panthers. Are trash. My record precedes me. All right. <laughs> All right. The Panthers not covering four. I'm sorry. I'm telling y'all now. I but, will say the Titans haven't been that good lately either. They just got ahead. smacked by the Jags. I ain't gonna lie. Well, right. and by the Buccaneers a week before that. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying though. I mean, Panthers aren't special, but I guess. Look. Titans really aren't either, if you think about it. Hurry up. Someone got to rush the last segment. All right, I got you. I got you. Mine will be talked about it briefly earlier, but the I'll, I'm, I'm going to take take something out of Joe's book here. 49ers minus three and a half, first half spread against Seattle Seahawks. I'm, I'm, I'm forecasting that Geno Smith will, will be hurt and won't play. I'm forecasting Kenneth Walker will not play. You better grab that spread when you hear this, then. Yeah, and I believe, you know, 49ers come off a big win last week. 
you're feeling it, the healthy, Brock Purdy's hot. He's gonna come out and start off strong against the Seattle Seahawks, and they're gonna uh they're gonna roll over. And you better Dolphins. get in quick because it, it might get up to six and a half. Yeah. If you hear this news at the wrong time. So. And the uh, full game spread, I think, is minus seven. There's a little interest in that too, but I like that first half. I'm starting yeah, to you gotta tell me I'm a first half demon. Yeah, I like, I like, I like me in first half. half. Yeah, so I'll go three and a half. Then I'll try to go touchdown. three and this week. We got two dogs, even yeah. though one of the dogs are puppies. <laughs> I guess I don't even know what they are. They're terrible. But um, I start calling y'all the Carolina Bearcats. Y'all don't even deserve to call the Panthers. I'm just about to start making up names. Just the cats. Just cats. Yeah. <laughs> Carolina, Carolina cats. cats. That's it. But uh yeah so we usually never do anything too much different but today since it is thanksgiving we will have our all top three items or thanksgiving dishes items okay. the side main whatever but we decided not to put it in there because there will be judgment which is why we did not put it in there depending on what you <laughs> utter out your mouth right now and whether you deserve to stay on the show as a co-host or where you will be replaced so i want to y'all want to start at three I kind of didn't want to have an order, but if, if we want to have an I, order, I don't have an order either. <laughs> but if, but if we want to go in order, I can give you like a ranking. I was doing ranking. Okay. All right. So who wants to go first? You. You're the host. Go ahead. You want me to go first? All go right, cool. No, but we're gonna go number we three, st- number two, number one. Can I start from one? Can we start from one? No, no, no. Build the suspense. I don't know what one is. Me too. Because one of us, like, all right, let's be clear. We all it's not gonna be nine different items, people. We're gonna probably agree on I know which one is probably top two, or it better be. Uh, but what if uh one of my things is a little questionable Thanksgiving? Maybe not everybody does this for Thanksgiving. He's gonna say a hot dog. No, it's not. <laughs> but if if, if well, now you kinda gotta list, go first, if then, that was on my list, it would be at the top. Oh, all right, you go first then. Is it number three? Yeah. So who's going first? Good, scared. I'll go first yeah. if you're not ready. Go ahead. All right, mine is I love I love me a good like a, a, a sweet potato casserole, like oh sweet potatoes, my God. the, the cinnamon the on it, the glaze. Oh, hell the no. Y'all like sweet potatoes? Oh, y'all tripping? Mar- oh my God! I love marsh- me some sweet potatoes. The marshmallows on top. Yeah, yeah, I'm good with that. All that I like that sugar, brown sugar, oh, cinnamon. Yo. Oh man, you hating? Well, in my defense, I don't like nothing like really sweet or sweet potato yam. You cancel all that for me. I love that. Um, (laughs) What's yours then? It's so many items. Because I'm going to tell y'all now, turkey or ham is not in my thing. I'm just making that clear. It's not mine whatsoever. But number three is green bean casserole. Mm. You hating on my sweet potatoes? Go home. You're not I'm not mad at that, though. especially when you got I'm the nice mad. crispy onions, okay, okay. and then that salt. When the sauce just mixed, and it's like you get that nice crunchy, but the sweet and savory at the same time. On and don't let it touch my beans. Oh my god, don't let it touch the mat. Jesus, yeah, this all going on one fork, but that's my number three. All right, my number three. Keeping it simple, the homemade mac and cheese. Okay. Three. It's my number three. That's on my list, but it ain't three. That's yeah, disrespectful. Three? Hey. Yeah, your number two or one better be damn good. <laughs> My number two's already been said. 
All right, say your. I'm gonna tell you now. If anybody say cranberry sauce is gonna handle this meat. Start it off, Tilly. I'm gonna make that very clear. <laughs> Start off with two, two. My number two is the green bean casserole. Okay. I love oh, the green bean that... casserole. <laughs> like I think my my reason for it being number three or number two and not number three is I don't get green bean casserole every day. They're both fire, but you can get that mac and cheese more than just on Thanksgiving. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. The mac and cheese is like a universal gathering food. Exactly. You good, Brady? Show number two. I know you don't like this, Joe, but mine actually might be that ham. I actually like ham. I, I like give me ham over turkey every single time. I, I agree with that, but it ain't in my top three. And if you give me a Hawaiian roll on the side, I'm making a sandwich. If if it's made correctly and the turkey's actually juicy, I want the turkey. But if they're just sure? how most people uh, make I'm, I'm them, if they're just made how most people make them, I'll take the ham. But if someone's frying chicken on Thanksgiving, give me that over ham. Yes, I want the fried chicken over the ham and turkey. Let's make that very clear. <laughs> That'll be my two slash fried chicken. My number two, and I don't know if it qualifies completely as deviled eggs, but like till they say, I don't get to have them all the time. It's usually an event thing, but deviled eggs is my number two. Like they're definitely my number two. Yeah, I said it. I'll stand on it. I don't give a damn if anybody disagrees. You're a munch. I am a munch. I'm not mad at that. I have nothing against deviled eggs. Don't get me wrong. I need four of them. Put them on my plate. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Do your number one. Take us home. Mac and cheese. It got to be number one. It's literally the best thing at Thanksgiving, bro. I love mac and cheese. Hey, let me tell you this. Thanksgiving can be complete without green bean casserole. It cannot be complete without mac and cheese. If I show up your Thanksgiving and you ain't got mac, I am immediately turning back around. Is that yours too? (laughs) Yeah, mine is is mac and cheese. All right, well, you can't have Thanksgiving without a homemade pumpkin pie. I like it. I'm gonna be here for the oh. pumpkin pie. I'm not really a dessert that. person. With so some, like the with some whipped cream pies, on top of it, some whipped cream. I didn't on. even think of dessert. That, that was a good one. I love me well, good pie. With all the honorable mentions for dessert, I feel like it shouldn't have to be a Thanksgiving thing. I, I like a good brookie, good brownie cookie, cookie brownie, however you want to. Okay, it. I like brownie. Like my favorite dessert. To I be like honest. apple pie. I like pumpkin pie, sweet potato pie. I like pie. I like dessert. And just for the listeners, cran- cranberry sauce is my four. Oh Lord! I knew you nasty hoe. Uh, I, I don't even cut that. I knew that was coming. I knew one of y'all wanted to say it. Tilly so shows up with a can bro. of uh, nah, uh, cranberry. They, they jiggle out the can thicker than two girls in a bathroom stall. I think nasty man. <laughs> Put that thing down. Anyhow, man. Thank y'all as always. We hope y'all enjoyed the end. We know it was a long episode, but as always, follow us on social media at podcast egs on Instagram and Twitter. Link in bio for episodes. We love y'all. Get the lineups right and let's get some dubs.